This is the day that the Lord has made, and I shall rejoice and be glad in it. The best part of waking up is with Jesus in our cup. Today's devotion will be coming from John, the fifth chapter, verses one through eight, and I'm reading from the NIV version. Sometime later, Jesus went up to Jerusalem for a feast of the Jews. Now there is in Jerusalem near the Sheep Gate a pool, which in Aromatic is called Bethesda, and which is surrounded by five covered colonnades. Here a great number of disabled people used to lie, the blind, the lame, the paralyzed. One who was there had been in an invalid for 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and learned that he had been in this condition for a long time, he asked him, do you want to get well? Sir, the invalid replied, I have no one to help me into the pool. When the water is stirred while I'm trying to get in, Someone else goes down ahead of me. Then Jesus said to him, Get up, pick up your mat, and walk. We must get up. Get up is an action word. When we look at what's going on around us, we also can say that we're like this man at the pool of Bethesda. We're paralyzed, meaning we are wholly incapable of moving or we're at a standstill. However, fear desires to paralyze us and to keep us from moving into the things that God has in store for his people. One thing about the man of Bethesda, the pool of Bethesda, He had a conversation with Jesus. We must understand the first thing we must do when we feel as though we're in a paralyzing situation, we must talk to Jesus. We must acknowledge, we must pray, and we must let him know of our concerns. For fear has crippled some of us in our thought pattern. We need to understand that fear is false evidence appearing real. And here, Jesus asked him the question. And Jesus said to him, How long have you been in this state? Some of us has been in a state for a long time. A state of fear. A state of uncertainties. A state of the unknown. Many have lost their jobs and they're trying to figure out how they will pay their bills. And it can be paralyzing. It can put you in a place of standstill, no movement. But Christ wants you to get up and he wants you to walk. I'm reminded when I was a little girl, there used to be a song that my forefathers sung If you take one step, he will do the rest. 
God is saying to us this morning, get up. Take up your bed and walk. Step into your miracle. Ask and it shall be given. Knock and the door shall come open unto you. Whatever it is that is keeping you in a place of immobility, just get up and take the first step and watch God do the rest. This is the day that the Lord has made, and I shall rejoice and be glad in it. The best part of waking up is with Jesus in our cup. Today's devotion will be coming from 1 Corinthians, the 15th chapter, and I'm coming from verse 57. But thanks be to God, he gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ victory. Victory is an act of defeating an enemy or opponent in a battle. I want to encourage you this morning to know that you have the victory. The reason you have the victory is because Jesus is on your side as well as my side. And we need to understand as Psalms 121 says, my help comes from the Lord. I will lift up mine eyes to the hills from which cometh my help. All my help comes from the Lord. And because our help is coming from the Lord, we have the victory. So we don't have to fear. We don't have to take credit for anything because if God be for us, he's more than the world against us. So in this season of Uh, going through so many different challenges. We have the victory over depression. We have the victory over heartbreak. We have the victory over lack. We have the victory over uh, the enemy, uh, those that persecute us. We have the victory. And that's why we want to give thanks to God. For he is the one that gives us the victory. And it's because of his only begotten son who died on the cross for the remission of our sins that we too have the victory. And one amazing thing I love about Jesus is he is our big brother. He's our high priest. And we can go to him boldly before the throne and make our petition known unto him. And he will intercede on our behalf. So this morning I woke up with the song, You've Got the Victory. The V-I-C-T-O-R-Y. Victory. You don't have to fear. You don't have to worry. Just know that your big brother Jesus is near. We have victory in him. Have an amazing day. And may God richly bless you throughout this day. And walk in your victory. This is the day that the Lord has made. And I shall rejoice and be glad in it. The best part of waking up is with Jesus in our cup. Today's devotion will be coming from. This is the day that the Lord has made. And I shall rejoice and be glad in it. The best part of waking up is with Jesus in our cup. 
Today's devotion will be coming from John, the 14th chapter, verses 15. If thy love me, keep my commandments. Love theory. Indeed, God has left us a command that if we love him, we would obey his commandments. But first, we must understand the love theory. A theory is a system of ideas intended to explain something, especially one based on general principles independent of the thing to be explained. So oftentimes we hear the word love and so many people state that they found their love mate or their soul mate. Well, first of all, I want to encourage you to first return to our first love, which is Jesus Christ. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but shall have everlasting life. See, love is the most important, vital thing that we all need. Love causes an individual to thrive. And one thing, when I look at this and I see how God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, it made me think about how his love loves the most unlovable parts of each of us. His love caused him to give without expecting anything in return. His love saved the day. His love will come through for you. See, loving Jesus will be the death of us. And so many times I think about people who are in relationships and they're willing to sacrifice their life. They're willing to lay down their life for that person. This is the day that the Lord has made and I shall rejoice and be glad in it. The best part of waking up is with Jesus in our cup. Today's devotion will be coming from John, the 14th chapter, verse 15. If you love me, keep my commandments. Love. Love is a word that is often used um, very flippantly. But here Christ is telling us that if we love him, we would keep his commandments it reminds me of in the book of Revelation when he says, return, repent, and return back to your first works. He wants us to first put him first. He said, love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy strength. And when we love God unconditionally, we will die to ourselves. First of all, we need to understand the theory of love. What is a theory? A theory is a system of ideas intended to explain something, especially one based on general principles, independent of the things to be explained. When we think about how God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that is love. He loved us so unconditionally his love loves the most unlovable parts in each of us. His love gives us life so that we can be free. And when I was listening to the song by Kurt Franklin, Love Theory, 
there was a part in the song that says, loving Jesus will be the death of me. And I kept thinking about that. A lot of times I look at people that says they have met their soulmates and they love that person unconditionally and they don't know how their life could go on without them. But the Holy Spirit gave me the revelation of that verse. Loving Jesus will be the death of me, meaning I and you will have to personally die to our fleshly desires. And in order to die to our fleshly desires, we must apply the word of God to our lives. And that goes back to the principle of the love theory based on the scripture that I shared earlier. He said, if you love me, you would keep my commandments. So you do the research. We all grew up on the Ten Commandments and we must ask ourselves the question, are we loving Jesus to death? Meaning we're dying to our way of doing things and we're coming alive to his way of doing things. I wanna encourage you on this day to love the Lord thy God because if you love him, you would keep his commandments. You go and you have a blessed day and may God bless you greatly this day. And remember, loving Jesus will be the death of you, the way you do things, the way you see things, the way you respond to things. Remember, he said, if you love me, keep my commandments. God bless you. the day that the Lord has made, and I shall rejoice and be glad in it. The best part of waking up is with Jesus in our cup. Today's devotion will be coming from John, the 14th chapter, verse 15. If you love me, keep my commandments. Love. Love is a word that is often used. Um, very flippantly. But here Christ is telling us that if we love him, we would keep his commandments. It reminds me of in the book of Revelation when he says, return, repent, and return back to your first works. He wants us to first put him first. He said, love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy strength. And when we love God unconditionally, we will die to ourselves. First of all, we need to understand the theory of love. What is a theory? A theory is a system of ideas intended to explain something, especially one based on general principles, independent of the things to be explained. When we think about how God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten son. That is love. He loved us so unconditionally. His love loves the most unlovable parts in each of us. His love gives us life so that we can be free. And when I was listening to the song by Kurt Franklin, Love Theory, there was a part in the song that says, Loving Jesus will be the death of me. And I kept thinking about that.
A lot of times I look at people that says they have met their soulmates and they love that person unconditionally and they don't know how their life could go on without them. But the Holy Spirit gave me the revelation of that verse. Loving Jesus will be the death of me, meaning I and you will have to personally die to our fleshly desires. And in order to die to our fleshly desires, we must apply the word of God to our lives. And that goes back to the principle of the love theory based on the scripture that I shared earlier. He said, if you love me, you would keep my commandments. So you do the research. We all grew up on the Ten Commandments and we must ask ourselves the question, are we loving Jesus to death? Meaning we're dying to our way of doing things and we're coming alive to his way of doing things. I wanna encourage you on this day to love the Lord thy God Because if you love him, you would keep his commandments. You go and you have a blessed day and may God bless you greatly this day. And remember, loving Jesus will be the death of you, the way you do things, the way you see things, the way you respond to things. Remember, he said, if you love me, keep my commandments. God bless you. This is the day that the Lord has made, and I shall rejoice and be glad in it. The best part of waking up is with Jesus in our cup. Today's devotion will be coming from Exodus 14, starting with verse 21. And I'm reading from the New International Version. Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea. And all that night, the Lord drove the sea back with a strong east wind, and it turned into dry land. The waters were divided, and the Israelites went through the sea on dry ground with a wall of water on their right and their left. The Egyptians pursued them, and all of Pharaoh's horses and chariots and horsemen followed them into the sea. During the last watch of the night, the Lord looked down from the pillar of fire and cloud at the Egyptian army and threw it into confusion. He jammed the wheels of their chariots so that they had difficulties driving. The Egyptian says, let's get away from the Israelites. The Lord is fighting for them against Egypt. Today, I wanna encourage you to know that if God be for you, who can be against you? In the midst of what's going on in our nation, unemployment rates have risen to the highest. You may be standing at a Red Sea, wondering how you're gonna pay your rent. But today I wanna encourage you to stretch forth your rod, stretch out your faith in God, Lean not to thine own understanding, but in all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. Look to the author and the finisher of your faith. Lift up thine eyes to the hills from which cometh your help, 
all your help cometh from God. For indeed, he is a way maker. He's a miracle working. Even though you may not see him working, he's working behind the scenes. Even though you may not see, but the just shall live by faith. For without faith, it's impossible to please God. All you got to do is trust him. Because he's a way maker. He's a miracle worker. He's a promise keeper. And he is your light in this dark situation. So just worship him and watch God move on your behalf. You be encouraged to stay and know that God sees and he knows. And your heavenly father knoweth what you have stand in the need of. God bless you. This is the day that the Lord has made, and I shall rejoice and be glad in it. The best part of waking up is with Jesus in our cup. Today's devotion will be coming from Exodus, starting with verse 21 through 25. And I'm going to be reading from the New International Version. Then Moses stretched out his hands over the sea, and all that the night the Lord drove the sea back with a strong east wind, and it turned into dry land. The waters were divided, and the Israelites went through the sea on dry ground, with the wall of water on the right and on their left. The Egyptians pursued them, and all the pharaohs, horses and chariots and horsemen followed them into the sea. During the last watch of the night, the Lord looked down from the pillar of fire and cloud at the Egyptian army and threw it into confusion. He jammed the wheels of their chariots so that they had difficulty driving. And the Egyptians said, let's get away from the Israelites. The Lord is fighting for them against Egypt. This morning, I want to encourage you to let you know that you may feel like you have an army to the left of you. You have an army to the right of you. But you must know today that God is a way maker. He's a miracle worker. He is a promise keeper. He's still working miracles. He's the same today, yesterday, and forevermore. He does not change. All we have to do is worship him and be obedient unto what he tells us to do. For he told Moses to stretch out his rod. God has told us to stretch out on faith. For the just shall live by faith. We're not to be moved by what we hear or what we see. We must know that he is a way maker. He's a miracle worker and he is a promise keeper. So just worship him and look to the hills from which cometh your help, knowing that all your help comes from the Lord. And as you look to the hills, just know that he's making ways. Even though you can't see him working, even though you may not feel him working, he's working behind the scenes. 
also, as David said, delight yourself in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. You be encouraged on this Wednesday morning and just know that the Waymaker is making ways out of no way. Be encouraged. This is the day that the Lord has made, and I shall be glad and rejoice in it. The best part of waking up is with Jesus in our cup. Today, I just want to send some encouraging words to those of you out there that seems like your nights have been longer than your days. But I want to encourage you that weeping may endure for a night, but joy shall come in the morning. Better days are coming. Despite what you're going through, look to the author and finisher of your faith and know that God is right there with you. He promised never to leave us nor to forsake us because better days are coming. So you be encouraged. You just know that God has you in the palm of his hand. Better days. I know that better days are coming. Be encouraged.